Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live from a Sunday morning, Sydney Portier. Beautiful morning arises, sun's coming up. We are coming back after a little bit of a delay. Um, Jack coming to us always, one test thunderino, two times controversially act, hong, axed. See, that's how I'm so out of practice, I can't get my intro done. Two times controversially axed Hong Kong Rugby League board member. Back from New Zealand, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Rui. Harry, nice to hear your voice again. Yeah, a couple of weeks off. Just, um, I was New Zealand-based. Is uh, I, And I did notice it was a lot harder to watch league over there. Um, I guess when we were youngsters last time we lived over there, we stayed up a lot later. And catching that 9.45 game, you know, finishing it, you know, near on midnight was probably easier. Um, yeah, I just found I struggled. Well, there's that. It's later, and I guess the public that you're um, uh, in, engaging with, uh, that's probably aren't as uh, perhaps into it. That's maybe not fair because I, they, a lot of the people I was knocking around with were um, right engagers, especially like say Tibbs's mumsy, uh, Miss. Uh, Amanda Story, one of our biggest fans. Um, so to good, do give a shout out to her. It was great to meet her, and yeah, she knew she knew um, uh, so much about the show. She told me one of her favourite moments was um, I think we're talking about her partner Tibbs's showed or something on a flight to Queenstown, and uh, we were just listening, and she just started cracking up so much that like the Ear hostess had to come down and make sure she was okay. She was never... <laughs> do you do you think go, going back to that uh, time differential? And it makes me think, like Friday nights, and I'd have probably I'd probably have contact sport the next morning, and yeah. you know watching the Friday night game. You're right; it started at nine thirty, so you're going to bed at like eleven thirty. Do you think there's maybe ten o'clock? Remember Thursday and Friday night games don't actually kick off to like eight. Yeah. Fuck. So you're going to be at midnight. Like, is that maybe why um, Warriors fans and New Zealand League fans are a little bit more testy, maybe a bit more aggressive because they're staying up so fucking late to watch their league? Yeah, or maybe. It was just uh, having not been there for a while. It was just, yeah, it was an interesting sort of take on it, you know. Um, well, staying up for. We go to bed earlier, right? Yeah, or the late kickoffs. And that's, I think, a big reason why. You know how the grand final brought itself back to the. Was it a five thirty kickoff for a while? Are they back to seven thirty now? Like that's a just a that's missing out yeah. on a big chunk. Seven, seven. yeah, nine o'clock. If you if you're a league fan, you're going to stay up that. But it's the kids, isn't it? Like I had to beg to watch nationals when I was younger. Um, I used to love Queensland and got right into it. I remember 
distinctly remember the 92 season when, you know, the Mark Coyne try gave him for Queensland and that miracle finish went through about 10 sets of hands. I remember staying over at my mate's house for a sleepover and watching that and it was fucking late and I, I couldn't have been, you know, probably 10 years old. Like it's, um, it's differently watching conditions over there, but nothing quite like. like... The, the pub game has helped like the young aspiring leagues. That the pub we didn't have the pub game in our days on the Friday, but that will be that will be clashing directly with the Super Twelve, I imagine. So, mm. uh, but yeah, young leagueies in, in South Auckland or Taranaki or West Coast, I'm sure they'll be watching that ahead of it. Do you know what I mean? We haven't had a two p.m. Um, kickoff in New Zealand because you used to you used to get those, didn't you? Like. Few times yeah. a season, 10, two PM kickoff, which is twelve PM in Australia. But when we played back in the day, when we played at Mount Smart, a thousand days ago, we what time? Did, yes, some actually, I'm sure that there was a way. There's often a game. It was two PM on a Sunday in New Zealand. It was midday. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Probably, because I was in Hong Kong and it was ten AM. Right, it was a fucking great Sunday because you'd wake up. You know, yeah. if you're real you should wake up at like. Which I was eight AM. Watch Toyota uh, even earlier. Seven AM. Watch Toyota Cup. Then you'd watch the Warriors at ten AM, and then you mm. just and then your day, your Sunday would be finished by ten. Sometimes, you, sometimes you just want to go to bed, wouldn't you? So then you can have your family time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the majority of the last few years, it's just so long to think back. Um, Johnson didn't Johnson play in the last home game? Uh, nine. Nah, nah. We had that one year without him. Yeah, hang on. I, oh, I know. Good call. Good call. Who's their halves then? Nickarima and Blake Green. And how did we? I'm just trying to remember. How did we go 2019 at Mount Smart? I mean, we should look that up in terms of what was our record like. 2019 was extremely disappointing because we came off the back of 2018, um, where we yeah. had a very good season, the best season we've had since the grand final. I think I think the pain is the the pain of Warriors fans now. Now, now I I have pretty good a pretty good league memory, but what I'm struggling to do now, um, as I get older, is distinguish. Like I I measure obviously 2011 grand final, um, and then 2012 was the year that Bluey came, and, and we were kind of highly touted. But all those years afterwards, apart from 2018, are just rotten, fucking sad disappointments, and I can hardly distinguish between them. And I'm, I'm they, now at the same of that 2018 stands out. And then 2019, fuck, then there's the COVID years. And then I, I'm just fucking lost, mate. Like, uh, I, I agree. I guess I, I, yeah, that, those, those, the, the 2010s, uh, generally the same type of season, right? But mm. I guess my landmarks are, as are yours, Bluey. Mm. Then we had the, Iro um finished Iro finished off Bluey's only Matt, season. Matt Elliott's uh years Cappy. and then we had the, and then the Mooks years. So the no, Cappy, you missed Cappy. Between, uh the transition between Elliott and Mooks, I think was Where's Cappy? It's Cappy and Mooks. Matt Elliott went into Cappy. Andrew McFadden went into Mooks. Because Cappy was Mooks' assistant. Fucking Looney League. Oh, yeah, Cappy, but oh, fuck yeah, Cappy. <laughs> you know what my thoughts on Cappy are. There was a couple of moments I remember when I was 
I was like, oh, shit. Cappy's turned the corner. We've got something here. Yeah. In a few weeks, I'm dead serious. You probably laughed at me. Yeah, of course I did. Fuck, I hated Cappy. Um, I mean, well, let's just, let's just, before, like, I mean, we may as well stay on course. We may as well stay on theme. Um, I'm going to take you back a week. I'm going to take you back six days, right? And you were in, for Anzac Day, you weren't at the game, were you? No, I was at the game, yeah. You were at the game. Um, we have a Kiwi League forum that, you know, pretty pretty uh, parochial Kiwi League. It's not just Warriors, it's Kiwi League. We, we like to identify a young Kiwi coming through the grades. And then there's obviously, obviously one of the bigger topic of discussions these days is if he pledges to the White V or not, which is fucking lottery now. Like, it used to be a lot easier to tell. Um, but we were, we were at halftime. In fact, even through the first half, we were like, I remember saying similar and hearing similar things around, we've got a good <laughs> we've got a good football side here. This is, you know, win or lose, this is a fucking good team. And at halftime, you know, a boil over was very much in discussion. Um, 10 minutes, eight minutes into the half, it's still 16-10. Um, and I was trying to explain it to a Dragons fan, um, just your, your classic... Uh, white collar dragons, you know, died in the wool dragons fan, just classic Aussie league fan. He didn't watch the game and all he could see was the scoreline. I was trying to explain. It's like, you don't understand. It wasn't one of those floggings that you go in and then there's a try scored in the fifth minute, the seventh minute, the ninth minute. There was 56 points, 54 points scored in half an hour. And in any league contact sport, Whatever you want, I have never, ever seen. Um, it was like a video game where you used to kick off the ball and score, kick off the ball and score, kick off the ball and score. Have you ever seen anything like it? First with with the storm, um, just that level of dominance, professionalism, just razzmatazz. Like, it was insane. Because like, we were in the game. I've never seen a rugby league game like that. What was going through your head at the ground? Uh, oh, I was just speechless. I mean, it was like watching sort of a car crash. Um, and we've said it before, we'll say it again. Rugby league's a momentum game, right? And, you know, Storm and those good teams, you know, those good teams are good at riding the momentum, right? And they sure did that, right? And... Look, I, 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 you leave that ground and you lost by 60 points and there's 70 against your name. Yes, you are going to get those Bogan League fans like who I'm talking to you about are going to not know the full story. But at the end of the day, we lost by 60 mm. points. And, you know, for Nathan Brown, seeing the give-up factor was not uh, ideal. I would say the give-ups. Yeah, what did you think about the give-ups? Because I, I loved how he called that out. And then someone was like, oh, give up. I think it was Radio Sport New Zealand, Darcy Watergrave. He's like, well, give up. And Nathan Brown explained it quite nicely. And it, and it just, for me, it went right into the fact that some of these young guys were just... Look, we can't accept that as fans, Rehurry. No, right? I'm, I'm happy that he called them out for giving up. But he went on to explain what the giving up was, is that they didn't want to take a hit up. They didn't want to get themselves in a position where they even wanted to touch the ball because they were too scared that they were going to make a mistake, which is going to lead to a try. 
So they essentially gave up any involvement in the game. And I respect them calling out. Not many coaches call that shit out. Yeah, I agree. But we've still not, let's not try and. I'm not take... sure that, don't you get me wrong, mate. I'm not trying to go anywhere. This was a, this was a 70 point sizzling. And look, look, and then I'll, I'll turn the other cheek too again and say the week, so there's three halves there. Uh, I mean, again, the second half against the Roosters wasn't great. But, but that wasn't, we'll admit the refs just dogged us a we bit. We almost came but, away with it. We really fucking, like on another day and people will go, oh God, here we go again. When you hear blocker and when you hear like Graham Annesley, like we were pretty fucking rock. Now, would we have won that game? Who knows? We would have been bloody close to um, if we had got a fair shake. Yeah, so, and again, the Roosters are probably wondering uh, now, or well, the comps are interesting like that, but look, I think, look, let's, Let's back, try. Back, get, take me back to the ground. Take me back to the. Take me back to the second half. Like just the the the, the tries from the storm. Because oh, I was just. Were they stoppable? Was, Could anyone stop them? Nah, I mean, if you had a bit of ticker. I mean, I said it at halftime. I remember I was at the game with Rex Wilson. I said, "We're in this game. We should have been up at halftime, right? The tries mm. they scored were yeah. just. I mean, Cosi, oh. typical uh, legal counsel. Because I said I don't mind Cosi's doing his job. Mm. He had a fucking sh- like he gave those first two tries. He away. gave three out of the first four tries away. That one he just coughed up. Mm. So we were down by four, um, and but we were competing, right? We were yeah. competing like we often do for for parts of a, an ANZAC game. Mm. Um, but then it was just sitting there speechless with some other Warriors fans and a Manly fan. Sort of like, ah, oh, shit, is this happening? But then going, you know, and you know me, I'll be going, wow, fuck the Storm team. When they're on a roll, they, they don't lose, you know, they don't keep, they don't take the foot off the throat. I, I, I don't know. There's something about my maturity as a Warriors fan now that I've, I've been ripped of, like I've seen it all. I've seen everything that you can fucking imagine. I've had wins taken away from me. I've seen, floggings i've seen all different kinds of floggings like you know it's like when you go to a weed dealer these days and they ask you you know what kind of weed all we knew back in the day was you get a shit tinny but like the weed variety these days is like there's 20 different fucking things do you want you know happy do you want an upper do you want a down blah 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 blah. you know i've seen probably 35 different types of floggings from a warrior like i know my floggings i've never seen anything where halfway through the flogging i was almost in a um, a weightless state of just elevating out of the game and just watching the storm and going, these guys as are as good as rugby league can ever get. Now, take it that we were we were diabolical, but they were so confident and so confident in their like extreme ability. Uh, they were like, scoring on every touch. We we had like six sets after forty eight minutes, right? Yeah, and then we had we'd, we'd had the ball for six sets in the second. This is in the second half after forty eight minutes. By the sixty eighth minute, I think we'd had seven sets. Mm. I got one set in twenty minutes, and three until like with five to go, we'd still only had three in the second half, and two of them we coughed up. Oh yeah, and I. 
Look, I, I, when you talk about the Warriors blogging continuum, mm. I guess I agree with you. This is I, a new paradigm, though, isn't it? Our worst, because, you know, they were giggling and sh- mm. hoo-haring in that after the game, that's for sure. They were quite respectful of the Anzacs and that, and not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking about Penrith 2000. And Monday night game. Yep. Thing. That was a that was a watershed moment. Well, the thing is, there's no real watershed moments for the Warriors, is there? Because watershed for me means that things change afterwards. And after that Penrith vlog on Monday night, it changed momentarily. But we, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. If you talk about watershed, it's recruitment. I think it's there's the the recruitment. So there's a Campion, Steve Price, Ruben Wookie, and Michael Luck. And then it's Isaac Luke, um, Roger Tuivasa Sheck, because to actually get big name people, um, it's very hard. So yeah, you do when, when you get names. And I think to a certain, to a maybe lesser extent, for Noah Blake. Now I have a recruitment in the background is the biggest thing that surprised me. Oh, this is not a worries podcast, so I actually want to cover up a lot more NRL. But hang on, we also need to. We've talked a lot about last Monday, mm. day. Can we talk about yesterday against the Canberra Raiders at mm. our new home, Redcliffe? Mm. We're four out of four, and I'm going to say it. Hmm. It was terrible. It was the worst win of, like, I can remember. Okay, oh, Tigers. Tigers. Remember the Warriors. It was fucking watching that. Tigers round three. I, I challenge you yeah. with a and Tigers round three. I didn't fully watch that because I was sort of watching on my phone at a cricket function. It was terrible. But gee, was, I was feeling, I just, I, I'm not going to turn it off, but it was just, I was just <laughs> laughing, that laughing, crying feeling. I you know see exactly what you mean. Errors we were making. Mm. I, and I, I mean, if you're a race fan right now, like, and I think we've talked about it on this podcast before, we do have an affinity with Raiders fans in a way mm. and, and sharing, you know, disappointment and... They and, did it again. Oh, they gave up a second, I, second half lead. But they, I'll say this. They were a better rugby league team yesterday. Yeah, and I, I, know, I can't comment. Uh, whatever, Jack. They fucking were. They, they made a lot of errors, but they weren't fucking moronic, absolute, just walk away from your team errors. They were or they weren't? They weren't. I mean, they were errors, yeah. but they were sort of like what, what do you call? What do you call what Jordan Rapana did on his own goal line? That, I would say that's, that's as moronic as it gets. The one where he passed it to Kotrich. Yeah, and it bounced up, and we got it, and we scored. That, 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 now that was to me that's just poor execution. I like just it was just a bit like it wasn't it wasn't a mindset thing. Some of the errors Fanua Blake made oh. and Alyssi Kat. Oh fuck me! I've just lost it with him. Like no, it's well, just hang on a minute. Working properly, Nathan. Br- Br- watch the press conference. He said it is his best ever game of rugby league. Who? Katoa. Nathan Brown talks oh. about Katoa. Oh, I can't wait to... Because if he said that, he's off his head. It's quite interesting. Um, anyway, the fact that... And I've had a couple of people go, you know what? Fuck, you guys got pounded by 70. But just to come away in an ugly game with a win, where you went to Golden Park, you had no... You know how now right to win. We haven't... We've, we don't win these games, Jack. Harry. What? Not even enjoying these two points. No shit, but they're two points, mate. Like, do you know how bad no. it is to have zero points? Well, you do because you right. supported the Warriors. You you know that feeling very fucking well. 
mate, we got two points out of that game. Like, I know. We, we have never been in a position, which is, I guess, the level that we, we think, I'm speaking for you here, we think that this Warriors team is actually like got a fucking decent amount of talent and it should be doing well. So we've, out of the four wins we've had this year, two we've been disgusted with. And I don't think I've had that feeling before. No, I, I tend to agree. But I mean, I, I could even see yesterday, I was like 20 you minutes were throwing, to You go. were throwing wooden spoon out yesterday, halfway through the first half. Yeah, yeah I, the performance on the field was spoonish. And I, and I hate, and, and I think I watch up, the ref was trying to get us back into the game with 20 minutes to Fair go. Fair play no, to that ref. Mate, the comp needed us to win yesterday. And you know what? If we got a fucking ref that got us home, then so fucking be it. I can't tell you the last time that happened. Why did the comp need us to win? Because the comp just... You know what? If we lost that game, we would have capitulated. And we could have lost 10 straight. That's just the worries that we know. Especially with Sharks next week. And it would have ruined our homecoming. The league needs us to be in it, going back to New Zealand, and just a big mid-season boost for the comp. When you go back um, mid-season July, and it's all fucking rocky. Um, and, and, the, and you reckon the NRL? This is purely conspiracy theories, but now. But and you think the NRL know that the, the poor Raiders fans will stick loyal no matter what? They'll stick Ricky. just as hard as the Raiders top brass will stick to Ricky Stewart. Right. Um, <coughs> excuse me. All right. So, so we'll. So, so are we still? But you and Aitken is then I'll, I'll put, is stand out our best player by country mile this year. Uh, I would almost agree with you there. Yep. Okay. Who's signing well, him for next year? Because he's going right. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. If you're a club in your club land, and I know a lot of leagueies in Australia probably haven't seen Aitken play since his Dragon days because you don't even care about the Warriors. He was disgusting for the Dragons as a centre, like a gross player. We've, this is the first I mean, Australian, I reckon, this is the first Australian middle 20s rugby league player that we have resurrected his career. Oh. And Brownie's put him into the second row. That's, brown, that's all brown. He, yeah, did not want to a... go into the, he did not want to go into the second row. Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah, I just want to say that. It's incredible. I mean, Walsh has been playing all right too, but I mean, we know what he's capable of. He, he's actually, to, to be honest, I think Walsh should be playing even better. But anyway, Agreed. it's my... Sorry. He's only 19. I, I give Walsh a little bit of a pass because he's just so fucking young. All right. Red, red gum, that Red Gum song. He was only 19. Quote. Um, last point. Last, last, last point. And I I didn't see the game yesterday, and I have to. I've only seen the highlights, but I don't. I know he was bad because I was reading Twitter, but I don't care. When it comes down to it, he wins you the game with a field goal. He's won us two of our four games with a field goal in extra time. We lost five games like that last year, and that's why Johnson is the player that I was hoping that he would show this year, and I was pretty confident and. We just need to be close in games now, and we've got a legit shot. We've got a, we've got a match winner there, and whether or not he sh- we should have got there because of him or not, or if it's all on him, but he got us the two points in the end, and that's all that matters. When Chanel back, he's ruptured testy. They said three to four weeks. Do you want to have a quick shout out to Dijan Arcee? 
Yeah, look, Dejan, again, again, I think people are going over the top how well he played in that, you know, it's like me playing for the under eight, um, you know, Templestowe lower blind team and going, oh, this 38-year-old, he played well, fuck, he, he kept going for, he caught the ball. Do you, you know think, what I mean? Like, you take, think it was easy to look good and 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 the Warriors. So look, and 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 everyone's saying he played well. He, well, he actually he tried and he focused. Like that's all you expect from a professional, right? Like, look, he went all right. He, we need to we need to keep Dejan needs to keep putting. Or they call him Mustard, which is a stupid name, but he needs to keep putting it together. You know, yep. he could out of he played ten games at the Cowboys, didn't win an NRL game. You know, like. Fuck, that's terrible. So his first win. Okay. Well, his former team, right? So he came across on Thursday, had a training run. So hang on, we've got the words. I just want to say another one. Who's the fucking hopeless player? Rocco Berry. Oh, look, you know what? We're we're wasted. Oh, he's only 19. At 19, you should be able to do it. He is awful. And I don't know if he got there because of his old man's name or something. I can't see him... Mate, you sound like a a, 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 a a drunk old cunt ringing up talkback and just slagging off a player, right? <laughs> We've got to move I've, on. Harry, I've seen enough of them. All right, you don't like Rocco Berry. I want to get talking about what what I saw last night in Darwin from the Warriors ex-coach. Now, I'm not going to go around saying I told you so, but I had a very, very, very good feeling about Todd Payton and... He was at the Cowboys last year, and people were just teeing off on him. Like, they really gave it to him. Like, a lot of people, I was like, fuck, maybe this is a mirage. Did I just see, was I just, you know, Stockholm Syndrome? Was I just see anyone half resemble a coach, and I think they're decent? Maybe. But I really like Todd Payton. And this Cowboys team, they are good. Last year, and you had questions about Aiden at the Cowboys. Who? And, And his relationship with Brown Jesus. Yeah, well, that was the obvious thing. It's like, what's he done to Brown Jesus? Um, Brown Jesus, knowing because he's in my fantasy team, I, I picked and sticked with um, Brown Jesus on the back of the Brown Jesusons. He looks good. Yeah, they yeah. just went. Okay, I looked at our notes from a show two weeks ago, and I said, the, the eels are unstoppable. Two oh. weeks later, they go up to Darwin, which is... I don't know if they're that successful up there, but it always it, it, it's a big flogging ground, isn't it? Whoever plays up there, someone gets flogged. They lost 35-4. 35-4. Yeah. Love, the, love that scoreline with a meaningless field goal by Townsend. I mean, fuck. 35-4. Like, can I just tell you, this is this is the this is the this is the Cowboys backline that beat the um the Eels. Chad Townsend, Tom Dearden, Murray Tuiluggi, Peter Hickey, Valentine Holmes, Kyle Felch, Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, though, that the, the Eels have got some some pretty big injuries, really, don't they, on the outside backs? Oh, they do. We know that. Um, I mean, if you're... If you're a... Why the fuck are you playing Dylan Brown at four, like centre? It, it, the that nepot is, is there. Uh, Arthur has to go in front of the ICAC. What's that? Just predict the Independent Corruption uh, Commission on Corruption. That that is just stunning. You you pick Dylan Brown was after Moses, and you know he's, he, I guess the top three or four. He he was a river fucking lation. 
in the, in the first five rounds. And he's put that into center, like just so he can put Jake out of there. And look, I've seen Jake out of play a couple of times. He's shit. Yeah. He's a second roller. That he's, he's sloppy. He's a, he's a cross between a smaller Sean Lane and Curtis Surinan, but a, but a six, a 5 eighth version of them. He's a sloppy, like yeah, he's nothing to, like they are, the, they butchered this momentum, para. And I was thinking, if you're the Eels, you're going up to Darwin, right, to take the game away and spread the game and maybe get a good commercial result from the Northern Territory and government and that. But you're taking up, you're you're playing against the Cowboys who are the one team in the comp that is actually used to humidity and that oppressive heat. Mm. I mean, if we're really, like, trying to decide to take a go out there where you could probably... you take Storm or Warriors, you know? Mm. I just find that unbelievable you'd take the the Cowboys that are used to that sort of conditions. I know. It's um, it's a real... Look, you, look, you look now, and, and I still think... You know, they're very much a contender. But what do they need to get back? Like, they've... How how how, um, how bad are these injuries? Like, who were their wingers? They were... No I guess problem. we've got Sivo no, coming back, no potentially. No in the forward pack. Pardon? No Junior Paulo in the forward pack. So he must have... No, he played. He played. No. He sh- nah. I'm looking Did at he? the team lists. Yep. Holy shit, he was... Un- you didn't even notice him. Unrecognisable. It's really just their backs. Like, they had pretty much their forward pack, which should fucking bitch the Cowboys' forward pack. Mm, it's just those outside backs. Geez, that's a bad loss. Like, going back under, to the ladder now. I underestimate the Cowboys. Like, that Ruben Cotter, he's a good player, man. Um, Ruben Cotter. That's that. Seeing Jay, Jason Taumalolo get... He, he, the. The brown Genesis was right in full force last night, and it can only get better. 187 metres, a couple of offloads. Um, for... made, a lovely, made a lovely 2016 Terminator-esque run too. Oh, I was actually going to say that to you. It's like, obviously, as I mentioned, he's in my fantasy team, and I saw his stats with like 10 to go, and he was on like 125, 130 metres, and I was like, fuck. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, remember when Brown Jesus used to like the way he came on and his stints, he used to finish fast, really. Like that was when he was at his peak and he used to have these big runs late in the game. Then I switched back on my phone and I was like, he's up to 187 because I didn't see the last 10 of the game. And I was like, he's done it. He must have had one of those big runs. Yeah, he did. He did a couple. And just like, I remember that 2016. I remember being in, I was in Melbourne for work and I saw... I somehow picked up a, I don't know, a Daily Telegraph or something. Symphony of Destruction. Yeah, the Symphony of Destruction. And then the week after, he just destroyed, I think, the Sharks. And it was like the Terminator. And it just had, like, his face superimposed on, like, Terminator 2, Arnold Schwarzenegger, T2000. Yeah, fuck. Um, Special. If they can get Brown Jesus. I mean, the Cowboys, they're 5 and 3 with a good points differential of 82. They're sitting in outright third. And I guess they're the third best team at the moment. No doubt. I mean, where's the Eels? You could have probably argued with the third best team. 
Look, I, I still say if there's a team to drop out of the A. I mean, they're right out there still for me. I don't trust. I don't trust this. Is what I'm saying. I don't trust this Cowboys team. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, time will tell. I mean, I, I feel as though, and I don't know what. Like, let's talk about Friday night. Mm-hmm. The Rabbitohs, I think, are in a bit of trouble. And again, you'll look at the scoreboard against Manly, forty to twenty-two. Manly were taking it to them and dominating a lot of aspects of play with 12 people. Mm. The Rabbitohs also lost the Tigers last week. Mm. They've got a sort of um, uh, Sally no more gaps, the cracks over, I think, from the game on Friday night. Mm. Who have they got next week before playing the Warriors at Magic? I think um. next huge game for the Rabbitohs in the, in the scheme of their, their season and, and perhaps the Warriors because we're you know, like, I think we can beat the Rabbitohs. You'd like to think so. There's nothing that jumps out with no trail. Like, I mean, they're missing Latrell Mitchell, which is, they've got a, um, they've got a Thursday night game against the Broncos this, this Thursday, the 5th of May, which they are, interesting enough, this doesn't seem right. They're $1.35 favourites versus three twenty-five Broncos. Well, the Rabbitohs are. Mm. Wow. Is, that, is it Lang Park? No, the be- core Stadium, which is what is that the new new name for Olympic? They are the home they are the home that, team. That para? No, 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 no. That's um, Bankwist. No, it's Combank. Combank. Just call it Daniel Wigan Stadium and get over it. Yeah, I mean you've got Bluebet now Penrith. You've got Four Pines now Manly. Um, Roosters are up in Mackay versus the Titans. That'll be a bonding trip for them. They'll be doing some soul searching, and they will put fifty points in Mackay on those on those hapless Titans. Then Queensland Country Bank Stadium never has been a time and points spent in, in, in Cronulla never has there been a time in the history of me watching rugby league is where I have a complete and utter um, no association with the names of the stadiums. I'm lost. No, no, I mean, I agree. I mean, one three hundred small stadium will always stick it in. It will always be there. It will always be there. But, I mean, for a while they had Toyota, didn't they? But one three hundred smiles was just rolled off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. And then that, it was Celtic. I always think Celtic's field, even though it Celtics. was a... Yeah. That was one of the early sponsorship names of a field. Yeah, Celtic's field was when you'd listen to the radio and they'd give you an update from Celtic's. Um, but it's still, I mean, it should still be Endeavour Field. What's that? That park's fine. Endeavour? What do you mean? That used to be called Endeavour Field before it was called Celtics Field. Oh, fuck. I, I wasn't there. That I wasn't watching League then. Um, But it's these ones that were always like, you know, they're playing out at Penrith Park, right? And now Ericsson early one. Eh? Ericsson was an early sponsorship name. Yeah. Ericsson was great. Yeah. All right, back to back to league. Any other like the story? I mean, the fuck the storyline last night. The Bulldogs with a new coach have come out, and um, Gus Gould's first game as coach, sixteen twelve against the Roosters. Who, geez, I wouldn't mind listening and, to oh, Trent Robinson last night. Like that's two bad losses in a row, and and as we sort of mentioned earlier, they probably should have lost to the Warriors. 
This is yeah, bad. I, I, uh, it's bad, but I always feel like I'm not I'm not riding the roosters off. Um, Neither. Of course not. I, I feel as though if you're going to have like a lull and then have a, you know, you say they're going to Mackay for a bonding trip, this is the time of the season you want it. Mm. And I, people are going to be going, oh, rooster, oh, what a, you know, they're probably, how many games are They're probably still one, three. Four and four. Well, they, no, that's around right? four and four. Four. I mean, they're the same as us. I mean, mm. They'll be they're effectively six equal. I mean, yeah. Look, I, <laughs> I think oh, there's a good storyline to see the doggies, and there's just like so much drama there. I was watching with music on in the background, but <laughs> I was saying saying to a doggies mate of mine, I'm like, the roosters are coming to get you. They're coming to get you. Mm. And Sawali was millimetres away from scoring that. Tr- I, I thought they'd scored it. Mm. Um, and then it would have just been the kick for the Roosters to win. But they, the doggies held on and the emotion was there to see. Um, yeah, a, a great chapter of, uh, of rugby league drama. I mean, I don't, I don't quite look. I think it's disrespectful to say they've got a new coach. You hate Trim Barrett, don't you? Oh, it's not that I hate him. He's just. There's nobody worse in, in rugby league and coaching circles from a record perspective, from a you know the gut feel, from the eye eye test. There's nobody worse. I, I haven't seen anything yeah, like I it. Think he passes the eye test. I mean, the eye test in terms of like just the overall perception of his coach. Of course, he passes the eye test. He's the sexiest coach that ever's been. Yeah. But um, Trent, mate, Trent, Trent ain't it. And if Gus dusts off the old playbook. I tell you what, I would almost do a fucking 180 on the dogs if Gus just goes, fuck this, I'm going down to the sideline. Gets his old grey blues suit, you know, the oversized grey um, suit he used to wear on the sidelines for the, yeah. for the blues when his coach. Gets that, gets down to the sideline, dyes his hair and says, follow me, boys, and does one of his half to, uh, pre-match origin speeches that gets... Um, on purposely leaked to Fox Sports, and then all of a sudden, everyone's on the back of the dogs. Gross. I fucking it. I'll be all in on the dogs if that happened. All in. Yeah, I mean, look, the dogs still got a lot of structural issues. Uh, who have they got in the run into Magic? They have got current Spoonbowl at GIO. Geez, surely the Raiders can get themselves back on track with that, don't they? It's funny you say that, that the, the Raiders team, and I walked into the Raiders game yesterday. The only thing I was worried about was the scars of the 70 points. You know, if, if we had to play them, say, a week earlier, coming off the Roosters game, <laughs> I looked at the Raiders team and went, nothing scares me. No. As you don't have that, like, you know, when the Raiders were, were in their pomp two, three, four, five years ago, right? That Bateman Leilua Rapana right side with, you know, be it either the Turkish Prince or Williams combining in the halves with Whiten. CNK had found a new lease of life. You know, Cottridge on the other yes, wing. Um, Croker, who is just playing, you know, the, the leading hand that he did. And then, you know, right. you had just an incredible um, big... Mobile full pack with Papali and Tapane and Whitehead, that that and and Hodgson, 
Mate, that's, that is like, you look at their team now and you're like, yuck. There's yeah. nothing that's going to get you. And, and I'm sorry, Raiders, black line. I've ruled the Raiders out from any chance of making the eight. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, sure. Dogs. So they've got, they've got dogs and then who have got at Magic? Okay. Biden's, mate. Really? Dogs could win another two in a row. Yeah, so so that's why I'm not going to... I think we're going to have to wait until we rule out the dogs. Because Burden... Yeah, Teep... Yeah, they, they just... I mean, the Roosters were... I mean, they were quite bad. But, you know, you beat the Roosters. Anyone that beats the Roosters, you need to sort of go, okay. You've um, applied... Now, I'll tell you this much. Back to first coast... First coach fired look at this next run of games for Adam O'Brien Storm Cowboys in 1-300 smiles and at Magic oh look at the dogs if they don't win that dogs game I think that could be Adam O'Brien's job. Nah, nah. Knights will stick for him for the rest of the season. I just don't think Knights are that type of team that would get rid of him. What, you mean like they got rid of... Brian? No, who, who did they get rid of mid-season before um, Rick Stone came in? Because Rick Stone finished the season off and he was like, I'm hoping to get my big chance and then Wayne came along. Hagen? Yeah, who the fuck was that? Warren Ryan now. Brian Smith? Yeah, probably Brian Smith. And what do you mean they don't get rid of coaches? They got rid of fucking Nathan Brown. Oh, no, he's, he, he walked away, didn't he? Yeah, I think he walked away. He did his job. I don't know, they just did a handshake, right? He was just to get them out of the... I mean, poor old... That was a fucking tough gig Brown walked into at the Knights, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> they were just... You know, we talk about the dogs being the shittest team in the NRL these days. Mm. Oh God, the Knights were bad. Those mid after the was it 2013? They made the the post Tinkler years. Yeah, post Tinkler. Oh, Jesus, that was bad. Well, Wayne just got them there from force of nature, like which Wayne can do to any club. Apart yeah. from, I don't think. I think the I think the Dolphins thing is completely beyond Wayne. As a, as a 70, he's the same age as my dad, so he's a 72 year old man, born on the same day as my old man. 72 years old, can Wayne get this Dolphins side anything out of them? It's going to be truly remarkable to watch him try and do this with the squad that he's got. Now, what does it do to his legacy? I mean, he doesn't need money. I don't think it does anything to his legacy. It's probably like a small footnote, you know, when you write the Wayne Bennett book and he's four years retired. I mean, I don't think you can write a better book than Don't Die With The Music Inside You. I mean, it's quite old to continue like a, quite a stressful. It's not. I don't. You see, that's the one thing about Ben. It's not. It's not stressful for him because he's doing it for the love of it now, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he, doesn't... he. He. I remember listening to him maybe speak about six or seven years ago, and you're saying, you know, I see other guys. I'm going to keep going until I can't physically. He goes because I see other guys my age slow down, stop working, and they, and then their whole body and their whole mind slows down. So he's yeah, big about keeping the mind active and. Yeah. He obviously surrounds him. The different Wayne now is he, he surrounds himself with a coach, doesn't he? 
another coach, yep. a Demetrio, et cetera. Yep. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna pivot real quick. Today's games, we've got two crackers. One because I want to see, you know, the sick masochist in me wants to see the Storm put fifty plus on the Knights to somewhat take the shine off the seventy. And this is a marathon too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm picking Storm. It's to be. Storm for you? I mean, how do you ever pick against the Storm? So to see the Newcastle faithful see their team being Ripped. desecrated like this. Ripped apart. Yep. And I don't this, know. This, so you're going Storm? Are you going Storm? Yeah, Storm by, not as, not as, I'd say 30. Okay. Dragons, Tigers. Oh, oh, fuck. Dragons, Tigers. At Wollongong. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You're cutting out a bit. Oh, no. I was asking you who you think is going to win. Dragons, Tigers. Uh, Tigers. Tigers. Jackson Hastings touches the ball 65 times. Oh, this is a close game. Come on, Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to go the Tigers because I can't. I can't bring myself to pick the dragons. Although the dragons are just doing what they... I know. It's what Hook wants them to do. He's, they're, playing. My, I, they're playing the type of league I want my shit team, my shit team exactly. to play. Exactly. They are playing exactly like, guys, just hold, don't make mistakes, stay in the game, go straight up, don't deviate from a game plan, and then if you've got a you know, sniff of a lead, then maybe you could throw the ball around right at the end. Exactly. And exa- like I would, oh, it'd, be, it'd be quite good to watch. Actually, I can't wait for this game. This is this is oh, big. It's after a bloody good Super Sad day. After got rid of the war, like it's been a lovely, it's been a lovely weekend of league. In fact, I had to go to some award ceremony on Thursday night, so I I watched the Broncos Sharks on mm. KO. It was quite good to watch it when you're trying to catch up in a game in double speed. Mm. Um, it got, I got the game in about 40 minutes while I was lying in bed. And it's quite good. You can still see what the patterns and stuff of the game. I mean, yeah, we haven't even talked about the the, the Broncos. They were my bolter for the eight. You think there's a chance? Definitely a chance. Yep. Nice. If Reynolds, if Reynolds goes down with a hammy, though, they'll, they'll lose five straight. I think they just depend on him so much. All right, mate. Well, we're back now. I, I can't see any unforeseen um, trips or anything. Magic. You've magic. got magic. Well, I'm look forward to doing the post magic wrap. Um, and until then, you've got to love your league. Love your league. <laughs>
It takes away the biggest part of me It takes away the biggest part of me